0: Hello, everybody. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time you're listening to this. Welcome to another episode of the Fat to Fab podcast. My name is Izzy, um, and today I thought I would do a little podcast on if it fits your macros versus a meal plan. Um, I haven't actually planned to do this podcast. I just sort of, it's a Sunday morning, you know, it's 10 to 10. I've just had my breakfast, I'm chilling. And I thought, you know what, I'm in a very zen mood to just sit down and talk. Tom's at work, so I've got the house to myself. I'm living my best farmer's wife life today. Like, I've just put a wash on. I'm going to go and get some chicken food in a minute. I think I'm going to bake a cake later. I'm just living my best farmer's wife life, just without the the wife part, unfortunately. (laughs) But... Yeah, I hope you guys are having a lovely day so far, whatever you've been doing. I think we've all sort of accepted the fact that summer is non-existent this year. I mean, it's August and I'm literally sat in a hoodie with like, it's cold basically, it's raining. It's just not nice. So yeah, there's nothing better than being like snuggled up in the warm, basically feels like winter now. So Anyway, um, today's episode, I thought I would do a little topic that's very controversial within like the fitness industry. And that is if it fits your macros versus a meal plan. Um, so a little background into both. So if it fits your macros or IIFYM is what some people put it as. I actually didn't realize that, that what that was what it meant until ages. Like it didn't, it took me so long to realize that's what it stood for. Um, I thought it was like a a slimming world terminology or something i don't really know why um but yes yeah, so if it fits your macros are basically an approach that a lot of people take to their diet which is if a food fits into your macros then you can eat it um i know a lot of people will use like my fitness pal to work out their macros and we'll just track it from there or they'll use a tracker online to work out their macros and then just fit their macros onto my fitness pal onto an app and work out it from there. Um, So let's just say, I'm just gonna do really generic and easy numbers, so then it works out okay. So just say you're on, say, 2000 calories, you had, I don't know, 100 grams of protein, 75 grams of carbohydrates, and 25 grams of fats. Obviously I know those don't make up to 2000 calories, but let's just, let's just go with that for now because they're easy numbers. Um, so what people would do is they would put those, just so that was their chosen macros, depending on their goal, they would put that into MyFitnessPal and basically work their way around it by scanning different foods, putting it in to work out what foods they can eat. Um, and the other hand is a meal plan. So a meal plan is essentially what it says. Um, it's a plan of food and you just follow it um i know a lot of meal plans can be quite broad so for example if you look on pinterest for example you can always find a very cliche meal plan on there you know avocado and eggs on toast for breakfast a salad for lunch and a salad for dinner on the 1200 calorie diet like there's loads of them out there of like pre-made meal plans but essentially what you need to do is you need to find foods that you actually like because a meal plan you're going to be eating every day um, and there's no point in you putting I don't know zucchini noodles on there or courgette noodles if you absolutely hate courgette so yeah Um, I think there is a huge, like, people either love a meal plan or they love it if it, if it fits your macros. Um, There's two very big sides to the spectrum. But we're going to today discuss, like, the pros and cons of both. Personally, I'm not against either. I, for my clients, I always write them seven days worth of meal plans. But I always give them their macros as well. So they have the option because my clients are all lifestyle clients. And at the end of the day... I want them to have the flexibility to eat whatever they want to eat um, without having to stick to a meal plan all the time because I know that eating the same foods every single day can get boring. A lot of people are fine with their breakfast, they're happy to eat the same breakfast every day but lunch and dinners they like to vary Um, so with my clients I always give them the option, I always give them meal plans as like a, almost like a, a... A suggestion or a guide, or even just some recipes that are like a sort of an example of what they could eat in a day, but they have their macros so they can fit their life around it because I want them to enjoy themselves and yeah. Um, So, we'll talk about meal plan first as we're already sort of on that topic. Um, So, a meal plan essentially is just yeah, a plan of meals of what you eat for the day, Um, and a lot of people benefit from this because it can take away the pressure of planning what to eat. Because when you know what you've got to eat, you can just eat it. There's no pressure about having to think, oh, what can I have? Like, what should I have for dinner? You've got the plan there and then, and you just copy it. Um, I think as well, a lot of people in their mind, if they know they've got, I don't know, say spaghetti bolognese for dinner. they they think about it in the day and you sort of get into your head oh yes yeah, it's a spag bowl for tea um whereas if they don't know what to have for dinner they can sometimes sort of sway and think oh i'll just go for the easy option we'll just get a domino's whereas if you've got it planned out you're ready you're prepared and there's less likely room for error um, another great benefit of a meal plan is the fact that you can also take away the like calories and the numerical value of it So, for example, if my client, say, has had an eating disorder in the past and they really struggle with calories and calorie counting and weighing foods, because I've been there before myself. I understand that weighing foods out and weighing things all the time, counting things all the time, knowing your calories, knowing, oh, I've got 500 calories left, it can be quite triggering, especially people coming from a background of eating disorders. So by having a meal plan set to you by a coach, you don't have to know your macros or your calories. You can just get told, right, this is what I'm going to eat. This is how I'm going to eat it. Job done. There's no need for the constant worry of weighing it all out or knowing it says 100 grams of carbs in something or knowing that there's 10 grams of fat in something because it can be triggering. Even things like, for me, even though my sort of eating disorder days are in the past, um, some things will still trigger me. So for example, the traffic light system on food packaging, if it's all red, I don't really want to eat it because to me, all red is all bad. Um, it, it's not all bad. Um, it just means it's higher than the daily intake or higher for your average intake of your day. But to me, red means bad. Um, So by having a meal plan, it takes all of this away and can really, really help improve people's um, like relationship with food and actually enjoying it without having to worry about counting all the time. Because especially in weight loss journeys um, or weight gain journeys or weight maintenance journeys, there's a lot of counting involved. There's weighing yourself, there's weighing your food, there's like, measuring your body, there's loads of different there's your dress size, there's so many different numbers floating around in your head that it just can get all too much. So by having a meal plan, it's all set out for you. You're told what to do and you just do it and you just get on with it. Um so currently I'm actually doing a photo shoot prep and I I am actually thirteen weeks out today which is exciting and I've been given a meal plan but also my macros. So what I'm basically doing is the days where I've got nothing on and it's a bit of a boring day, I'm just going to stick to my meal plan. Like for example, today I'm home alone, there's nothing to do, so I'm just going to stick to my meal plan because it's not an exciting occasion. Like there's no dinner out tonight, there's no, you know, it's no on the birthday, actually no, it is Gus's, my dog, it's his nine month birthday, but I mean, we don't need to celebrate that with a big cake it's only nine months. It's not a year just yet. (laughs) Um, but yeah, so we've got, um, like, yes, I'm just at home alone. So there's no point me going all out with crazy foods. I might as well just stick to my meal plan, take my mind off it for the day. I've already pre prepped my food. The only food I don't actually prep is my porridge in the morning just because it takes two minutes to do anyway. So there's no point me pre prepping it because I'm always home for breakfast. Um, so Yeah, my meal plan today, for example, I'll give you a rundown of my meal plan for the day. So I've got, for breakfast, I've just had um, 40 grams of porridge oats with a scoop of protein powder, 50 grams of berries, and a little bit of the chocolate sweet freedom sauce. I'm just gonna have a quick drink. Oh, that's better. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so that was my breakfast. I then have um, my meal plan for the rest of the day. I've got a wrap, which I'm so excited for with avocado cheese um some umph, which is like a vegetarian vegan protein thing it's really good it's like a pulled pork beautiful i've got that in a wrap with a bit of cucumber it honestly tastes like a hoisin duck wrap it's phenomenal so i've got that for lunch for dinner i've got vegetarian sausages with rice um and Loads of veg, and honestly, I'm just excited for it. I was a bit of more cheese in that one as well. I'm just excited. I've also got a yogurt meal, so two hundred fifty grams of yogurt with berries. Mm, and I've also got a protein bar, and I, I love a good protein bar. I don't know why, like a grenade bar or a My Protein bar. But I've got a par a bar today, around a two hundred calorie bar with around twenty grams of protein. So that gives me the flexibility then to think right. I've got around two hundred calories, a twenty gram protein bar. The market is huge. I can have a grenade bar. I can have a my protein cookie. I can have so many options. So, but even though I'm on a meal plan, I've got that variety of you know switching it up with my meal plan as well. I've also got fifty grams of berries. This can be any berry. So this morning I had blueberries. Tonight in my my yoghurt I'm going to have raspberries, so you know I'm spicing it up, this is how exciting my life has come, I'm 22 years old and I'm getting excited about spicing my berry mixture up. Do you know what, I might even be really cheeky, go 25 grams blueberries, 25 grams raspberry, I know, stop me. (laughs) Um, So that's sort of my meal plan of the day which is something that I really like enjoy and Because I'm not doing anything special, I'm just sitting on my laptop doing a podcast. I'm gonna go for a dog walk. There's nothing really exciting about today, so I may as well just stick to it. However, as I mentioned on my Instagram story yesterday, if you're not following me already, at Coached by Izzy, not is Fitness98 anymore. I'm a no, I'm a new woman. Um, I mentioned that it's actually my birthday during my photo shoot prep. Um, now, if you know me, I'm not the huge fan, I'm not the biggest fan, sorry, of cake. I don't know why, I just don't really like cake. Carrot cake, yes. Any other cake, not really. So, the whole stigma around, oh, birthday cake, it's my birthday, I must have cake. Why? I don't really like cake, what's the point of me eating it? Just because it's my birthday doesn't mean I should have cake. Yeah? You get me? So, I... <laughs> will instead just have a day of if it fits your macros um so I'll probably like you know maybe to be honest I'll probably have my normal porridge for breakfast just because I enjoy it so much and I'll probably have my wrap at lunchtime because I bloody love a good wrap um now for dinner I may have a macro friendly Nando's Nando's is actually one of the best places to go if you are in a dieting phase or in a prep because Nando's has so many good macro friendly options. Like it's literally just like chicken and nando sauce or vegetarian options and It's it's so good. So yeah, that's where the If It fits Your Macros will benefit me because my birthday is a special occasion and I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna enjoy myself and I want to still stick to my goals because I've paid money for this photo shoot and I wanna look bomb.com. So yeah, I've gone off on a huge tangent there. But that is a good thing with meal plan is the fact that I just, you just stick to it. You just get told what to do. You don't have to know your calories. You can just get on with it, get the job done. It's really good, especially if you like to do like a 5-2 diet, which is where you are really strict during the week with like a five days on, two days, weekend, sort of not all out, but just more relaxed. It's a really good way of doing that because you can have your meal plan in the week and then just do... If it fits your macros at the weekend and just have a bit more enjoyment um so that moves me on to speaking of if it fits your macros we might as well move on to it the benefits so we're always going to do benefits first because you know love love me some positivity so if it fits your macros is essentially fitting whatever food you like into your macros um so this basically allows you to be on a diet or be in whatever sort of phase whether weight loss weight gain weight maintenance whatever your goal is you can still eat whatever the hell you want and fit it into your macros um so a really good example of this would be say if you love chocolate like i love chocolate absolutely love it if i wanted a bit of chocolate i could fit that into my macros i know roughly i don't know a line of chocolate like a I don't know, four squares of dairy milk it's probably around 100 calories. Um, I can fit those 100 calories in. I know that it's probably a bit higher in fat, so I can maybe swap out, for example, an egg yolk and a bit, like maybe a bit of my cheese, for that dairy milk. Um, So there is like that option of having to fit in your macros, and it's so easy to think of it like that. Like most people will know if you've been tracking your food for a while you will know what goes into food like for example I, I can look at a bagel and be like right 250 calories obviously every bagel is different but roughly around 250 i can look at a, a cheese string and say right 60 calories 30 grams that's how much it weighs because i've just got so programmed into my head of doing it that now doing if it fits your macros is, is sort of easy because i can just think right i can swap that out for that and it just sort of allows me to do it quite easily. Um, and yeah, so basically it allows the flexibility. So when I go um, for my birthday, or actually just a bit before my birthday, I'm actually going to London with my mum. So we were actually supposed to be in New York. Um, we we're supposed to leave on the 30th of August, but obviously know, bloody COVID. So we're, stopped. we're not actually going to go this year. We're probably going to go next year. Um, so instead we're doing a little mini trip this year and we're just going to London just for the day. And we're going to go to breakfast at Tiffany's, which so like you would do in New York, but obviously we can't go to New York. So we're going to do it there. And I've looked at the menu, looks incredible. And what I'm going to do that day is just doing if it fits your macros day, because the food looks really good. It's all very, you know, bougie, avocado on toast and all that sort of vibe. So I can fit it into my macros and still enjoy my day, still enjoy my day out with my mum, because we've been looking forward to this for so long. Um... And still fit in my plan at the same time. So that is a real good benefit if it fits your macros. Um, it just allows you the freedom of being able to eat what you want and still stick to your goals. Right, now I've done a little bit of the positives. We're going to do a bit of the negatives. So we're going to start back at the meal plan again. Meal plan negatives. Main one being, you eat the same bloody foods every single day. Now, I said with my clients earlier, I always give them a seven-day meal plan which I think helps in a way because you've got seven days then worth of food rather than just one. Um, if you're a creature of habit, this actually might be a benefit for you because you just love eating the same food every day. But most people, besides breakfast will probably want to have something different every single day. Breakfast is tends to be that meal where everyone just has the same thing like, I feel with breakfast, you're either like a, a toast person or a cereal person or a, a porridge person and you don't really swap. You just sort of stick to it forever until you run out of it. And then you have to switch to something else and then you move for a few months and then you run out of that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the, obviously the negative of the meal plan is you're literally eating the same foods every day, which can be quite sucky. And especially if you don't fancy it, like there's been so many times on my old meal plan, I had eggs. And I sometimes I just can't stomach an egg. I just don't fancy it. And I think when you've got it on your meal plan, you just think, oh, for God's sake, why have I got bloody eggs again? Um, And I think that there is just sort of a point where even if you have a meal plan, it's really important to spice it up every now and then because otherwise you will just get sick of it. Like I did, just get so sick of eggs, which doesn't really help considering I've got chickens. We get seven eggs a day so me not liking eggs is not really great because that means we just have so many leftover eggs now but oh well we move I think I just got so sick of them it's the same thing like you know when you listen to the same song for like 100 times when you really like it and then you absolutely hate it because you've listened to it so much it's the same thing with food you can just get sick of it um and I feel that people if they're not doing a if their goal is not intense like for example if they're just on a weight loss journey or they're just on like a weight gain journey or whatever it is having a meal plan can really stop them having the flexibility of their lifestyle because they're just sticking to a strict regime when there's no need to if there's no intense end goal like for example if your end goal is a show like a a competition show then yeah a meal plan would be good because your body is used to those foods but if your goal is just to, to, don't know, to drop a dress size a meal plan probably isn't the best option just because you yeah like you just you want the flexibility in your life and you don't want to be stuck eating the same thing every single day um and then going on to sort of if it fits your macros the negatives of this i find are quite more intense i don't know why but people can actually make their health worse off from an if it fits your macros approach. So hear me out on this one. Um, basically, the a lot of people will do if it fits your macros and look at it as calories rather than macros. Um, so they'll be like, right, I've got 2000 calories today. I could just eat 2000 calories. Um, and if they want the lower calorie foods to eat more, they will tend to eat a higher carbohydrate diet and not as much protein and not as much fats. Because i see fats, have a higher amount of calories per gram than anything else um so they're also going to eat more carbohydrates because this actually has the least amount of calories per gram um so people will then have a very high carbohydrate diet which at first can lead to good weight loss but then after a while their metabolism will actually slow down because they are not providing their body with the proteins to build any muscles they're Metabolism is decreasing, and they actually find that they have to eat less and less a day to maintain their weight, rather than what you want it to be, which is more and more. Um, I this is where so this isn't an if it fits your macros problem as such. It's more of a just calorie counting problem. Um, because yeah, people will just eat a very high calorie diet. Like for example, I've watched videos on TikTok and YouTube and Instagram of people doing like, oh, what are you in a day, 2,000 calories, weight loss, and all this. But it would be like a packet of jammy Dodgers, 99 calories, or um I don't know, a Squares bar, 100 calories, whatever. And like, yeah, it's good to have a little snack, but they'll have like those snacks all day and there'll be no protein content. It will just be all carbohydrates, which isn't really great. Um, so yeah, it's just working out and actually focusing on your macros rather than just a calorie counting so that's more of a, yeah, that's more of a calorie counting negative than a macro negative as such. Having a quick drink. Um, but yeah, so another thing that's sort of negative with if it fits your macros is more if it fits your micros. So your micros are your micronutrients. This is all like your vitamins and your minerals. Um, and if it fits your macros approach, people can often forget about the vitamins and and minerals and they will just eat um, foods that are similar in um, calories but that are more processed. So for example, a really good example of this is a banana and a Kit Kat. So a two-finger Kit Kat is about 100 calories and so is a banana. What would you rather choose? Obviously the Kit Kat and I think we all would but think about the micronutrients in that. So think of all the like vitamins and minerals that are in a KitKat, probably not many, but think of all the vitamins and minerals that are in a banana, quite a lot. Um, So people are sort of missing out the micronutrients by just doing an if it fits your meal, if it fits your macros approach because they are just fitting in kit kats instead of bananas or they're putting in i don't know i'll try to of another example um they're having oh oh no halo top ice cream like 50 calories or that instead of having some like berries obviously they're all very both carbohydrate based but berries have a lot more nutrients in them than a halo top ice cream so they're missing out on these massive micronutrients, which I could actually put their health worse off because they're missing out on like vitamin C and all that sort of stuff that they would get from these other foods. So that's sort of a negative of like the if it fits your macros approach. Um, But there are also many other positives and negatives, but I think these are the main ones that I sort of come across in my day-to-day life and just what I've seen people sort of struggle with. But at the end of the day, You are the only person that puts the food in your body. So, no matter who you have as a coach, what you do in life, you control what you eat. And I don't want anyone to be like, Well, I get tempted by this. Yeah, you get tempted, but you don't eat it. Like, no one, unless you have someone literally stood there forcing a muffin into your mouth, no one is forcing you to eat anything. I used to think it was really bad, like, when, when I used to go to my grandparents, they would always force me to eat everything, um, and I used to be like, oh, it's grandma's fault, she's forcing me. It's not grandma's fault, she, grandma was tempting me, I was the one who gave in and would eat three donuts after my lunch, like, it wasn't um, my grandparents' fault at all, they were just trying to love me and make, make me fat by giving me donuts. But they weren't forcing the food into my mouth. At no point in my childhood do I remember having my grandma stood over me with a donut jammed in my mouth, <laughs> jammed. <laughs> do you get it? <laughs> that wasn't even intentional. <laughs> um, but yeah, like you have to think you are the only person that's putting that food in your mouth. Example: If you're going out for dinner, you don't like you don't have to order the most unhealthiest option. Like it's you that it's you that's ordering it. And even if you do order something bad, you don't have to eat all of it. Like you are the only one putting that food in your mouth, unless you're like Greg Wallace, and your job is to get paid to eat food. Because I think if he refused to eat someone's Master Chef creation, he'd probably get sacked. Um, but other than that, no one is forcing anybody to eat anything. So whenever you say, "Oh, I don't know my boyfriend makes me fat, or my grandparents make me fat, or my mum makes me fat," or my job makes me fat. No one bloody makes you fat except yourself because you're the only one putting that food in you. So that's just some, the harsh reality, basically. And you think a lot of people were like, oh, I've got relationship weight gain and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, but I don't think your new boyfriend or new girlfriend is shoving... Sorry, I Gus. So it's shoving that food in your chops. Like, you're the only person that's putting the food in there. So you have complete control over what goes in your mouth basically um sorry that was quite harsh I feel like then but it's, it's the truth like if you want to reach your goals you are the only thing that's stopping you um so yeah god I'm, I'm sassy this morning that was pretty intense but it's true like you you are not being forced to eat anything and this is what I'm keep telling myself in my prep that, that this is like my own choice and. No one is forcing me to eat anything. It's my choice to do this photo shoot. It's my choice to eat what I'm eating. And ain't no one gonna stop me. Like, at the end of the day, if you wanna eat junk all day, then do it. Who's stopping you? Like, who is, who is literally stopping you? But at the same time, who is stopping you from eating really healthy? Like, there's no stopping you. You are, it's not like we are being told what to eat. We live in a very free world, and god, this is getting really deep. We live in a free world where you can eat what you want and you can do what you want and no one can tell you otherwise. Um, actually, like quick story here. So I actually had a nutrition exam on Monday and the lady I was chatting to, she was saying how she never understands what goes through people's heads when she sees they've got an overweight dog. Um, obviously, I know like the dog is the same as a human. It may have like injuries and it may have issues and everything like that but if their dog is extremely obese like when you see those proper chunky dogs and they're really cute but when they're so overweight does the owner not think like oh maybe i should feed him a bit less and walk him a bit more like does the do they not think that does that not go through their head because they are literally harming their animal by making them so obese and it's it's horrible to see and like i just don't understand what goes through people's heads when they see their dog getting really really fat and they think Oh, yeah, that's okay. Like, it's not. Like, the dog can't control what they eat. The dog, the dog is the example where the dog has no control over what he gets, puts in his mouth. Because at the end of the day, the dog's just going to eat whatever the dog, you give them. Um, so, I just I can't get through... My, the lady in my exam was saying, as well, she just can't get over the fact that people's dogs are extremely overweight. Yeah, they might have, like, a, a issue or, like, a something wrong with them. But... They can always, their weight can always like be controlled and it's just, it mind boggles me how people can let their dogs get to such a state that they wouldn't hurt their dogs, they wouldn't harm them, but they'll happily make them extremely unhealthy, extremely overweight, which just, it mind baffles me. Um, Because the dog isn't in control of what he puts in his mouth, well I mean he is, but dogs are dogs, they're going to eat whatever, like Gus eats socks, don't don't even go there, we're to take him to the vets because he eats socks. Once, just whole. Um, anyway, that's a story for another day. Um, but this podcast is half an hour long now, and I'm trying to keep them around half an hour to an hour because that's how long I like my podcasts that I listen to to be. So we're going to end it here. Um, I hope you enjoyed this. I hope you found it sort of informal. Um, and just remember at the end of the day, you put in your body what you want to put in your body. End of. Um, Hope you all have a lovely rest of your day. Um make sure to be following me on Instagram at coached by Izzy. with an IE, not with a, with a Y, because you know, I'm cool like that. Um but anyway, hope you have a lovely rest of your day and I will talk to you in the next episode.